0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley.
1: Environment Canada says the 2017 growing season in southern Saskatchewan was the driest on record. Senior climatologist David Phillips says the lack of precipitation was unprecedented in the Regina, Moose Jaw, Davidson, Radville, and Assiniboia regions.
0: If you look at in Regina, for example, from April through to October, and it's hard to break records in Regina because records go back to the 1880s. And we saw in that 132 years, the total amount of rain that we saw from April through to the end of October was about 119 millimeters of rain. You normally would see about 350. So the total precipitation was, you know, less than 40%. What we normally would see. And that was the situation that we saw in that, that large swath of, of very good agriculture. Uh, now, the previous driest, I mean, it's hard to break a record. If we do break records, it's often by a tenth of a, of a degree or a half a millimeter. But the previous driest such uh, uh, growing season was back in 1961. And some of your listeners will remember their parents or grandparents talking about how dry that particular year was. Well, that year had probably 30 more 30 millimeters of rain more than what we saw this past year. The big difference was the temperature. I think the fact that there was any kind of uh, a crop taking off the fields uh, this year was was certainly because the temperatures were, were not as excruciatingly hot as we've seen in other years. For example, the number of days above uh, 30, which is often a mark of how hot it is, I think this year there were probably 18, 19, maybe 20 days. Normally we'd get 16. So there were a few more. But back in the in, in 1961, there were 43 of those suckers, and sometimes those temperatures were up to 36, 37, even reaching 38. So there was a lot, of very dry back then, but it was also very hot. This year, I think temperatures really saved it, but I also think it's really the, the ingenuity of uh, farm producers who did a lot more with uh, with less water this year. I mean, good science, good practicing uh, in agriculture, and and I think that's that's really optimistic for the for the future too. Is the fact that you know farmers are able to do more with less precipitation, but it was a, it was difficult this year. I mean we saw all of that the lack of precipitation and if we looked at the growing season from April through to to October, I think the other thing that kind of saved the situation was the amount of rain that we saw, say the fall last fall from Say August through to, uh, to October, it was about 75% more precipitation than normal. So think about the harvest uh, uh, to, uh, uh, in 2016. All of that complaining that people were doing about it really saved, I think, the bacon of the uh, food producers because it, it sort of delayed the, the harvest at times, but it certainly provided some moisture into the soil. To the reservoirs, dugouts, sloughs, and potholes. And I think when we got this year, when it was particularly unprecedentedly dry, I think that's what really uh, helped the uh, helped the situation. Right now, we're, we're probably a half a year's worth of precipitation in deficit. If you take a look at the amount of rain that we need to make up from April through to October, it's almost 200 millimeters. And so that's a little bit worrying. So we, we clearly have a deficit situation, and farmers are concerned about next growing season, and would like to see uh, uh, some precipitation in any form occurring across the province.
1: And so, David, what is the outlook for fall, winter, and next spring in southern Saskatchewan?
0: Well, it's a little hard to to figure out. I mean, it's always you do a better job describing what you've had than what you're going to certainly get. But it's interesting. I mean, think that what the kind of weather you're seeing right now and for really right through to Remembrance Day and beyond, we've seen some some snow arrive, uh, certainly with this, uh, current system probably 10 to 15 centimeters of snow, maybe 15 to 25 and more higher elevations, and uh, and some cold. I mean we're not se- we haven't seen this cold kind of weather since say last March. So um, it's uh, hey it's it's uh, it's colder than normal by uh, you know typically at this time of the year Regina highs of about three, and we're going to see highs and and certainly uh, from now through to next week that might be you know minus seven or minus three something like that. So clearly we're in to this Arctic air, and it tends to persist, last a little longer. So our models are showing for certainly the rest of November right through through the winter, we're showing colder than normal conditions, um, and uh, and the American models, I've looked at those, and they provide the same kind of pattern that is colder than, than, than normal. So I think that's going to be the character of, the, of the, uh, certainly the temperatures. Now, precipitation, Jim, is always harder to get that right, and, and certainly you don't to lose your crop in january or february because of the precipitation but what's rather interesting i thought about our models and so the americans because often we just don't even go there we just say well there's an equal chance that anything could happen but both the national models in the states and ours here for showing for southern saskatchewan and central saskatchewan we show more precipitation than normal so you know i mean it may be a little bit more for people commuting but for the farm Uh, people, it may be just absolutely the weather you've uh, begged and hoped and prayed for. That is, uh, hey, colder than normal, but certainly would kill those uh, grasshoppers and other vermins and but more importantly, it may be that precipitation that you need, and of course, if it is colder, it'll be the snow, and then if that melts, it'll be the water that will be uh, used next, uh, the beginning of next growing season. So so overall, I think the forecast, uh, while it seems like a good traditional kind of winter on the prairies, I think in many ways it might be a good news for farm producers.
1: David Phillips is a senior climatologist with Environment Canada. The issues of farm stress and mental health are being discussed more openly. Part of that is due to the effort of Kim Keller, who farms with her family near Gronlyd, north of Melfort. She's also co-founder of Sask Women in Ag. Keller talks about a message on Twitter this summer that triggered a big response.
2: A few months ago, I had received a message from someone who had lost a farming client to suicide, and they had reached out to me to look for help, and I wasn't sure how to help them. So I actually sent a message out on Twitter and I asked ag as a community to do more for our farmers. And since then, we've seen um, farm shows, ag egg, uh, egg companies and other farmers stepping up in a big way, and including mental health as a topic in their conferences, their meetings uh, and their shows.
1: Keller moderated a panel yesterday at the Harvest Showdown in Yorkton. The panel included a farmer, a rancher, a farm business management specialist and a mental health specialist.
2: I think a panel is a great way to do that because you get more perspectives. It's not just me standing up there talking, but you're actually getting to hear people's experiences um, throughout the industry. And I think it also goes a long way to normalizing the conversation and taking out the awkwardness and uh, destigmatizing it as well.
1: Keller talks about the first panel she moderated.
2: The very first panel that we ever did was during an APAS event in Saskatoon, and that was the very first mental health panel I'd ever moderated. And at the end, we had a a few people standing up the mics ready to talk, and we weren't sure what to expect. And what we got were tears and thank yous and people sharing their experiences. So, I think you do, I mean you just need to start the conversation and everyone else starts to carry it in their own way.
1: Many times she says just talking to another person can help.
2: We don't even realize as farmers how much stress we deal with on a daily basis. There was a a recent study done by the University of Guelph and 45% of farmers report experiencing high stress on a daily basis. And that can be triggered by a whole host of things. And one farmer might experience something differently and handle something differently than another but i think it's really important that we realize that that high stress on a daily basis maybe isn't um, normal and it's not healthy and we really have to reevaluate maybe how we're handling that and coping with it
1: these are keller's closing comments
2: my ultimate goal with all of this is that um we can as an industry rid egg of the stigma around mental health and mental illness and perhaps ag can lead the way uh, for other industries and in how we are tackling this issue.
1: Kim Keller from Gronlit is the co founder of Sask Women in Ag. She led a panel discussion on farm stress and mental health yesterday at the Grain Miller's Harvest Showdown in Yorkton. The market update on the source 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were moving down in early trading. Canola fell 20 cents at 492.34. Oats went down 393 at 160.76. Number one red spring wheat decreased 299 at 241.22. The rest were unchanged. Durham 271.14. Feed barley 163.62. Flax 450.25. Yellow peas. $270.54 Two hundred seventy dollars fifty four cents per metric ton, and feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up five cents at six nineteen a bushel. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM.
3: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October thirty first. We didn't have a regular sale last week; it was a Cineboy's turn. Heiferettes sold from a dollar forty two to a dollar fifty nine. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $1.10. D3 cows sold from $0.51 cents to $0.82. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.50. Cents, and the butcher bull sold from $0.89 cents to $1.26. We had another pre-sorted sale here on Monday, and the calf market is still strong. 300 to 400-pound steers averaged $2.80 and sold up to $2.96. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.61 and sold up to $2.74. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.47 and sold up to $2.74. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.40 and sold up to $2.59. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.32 and sold up to $2.47. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.24 and sold up to $2.34. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.26. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.16 and sold up to $2.24. Heifers are about 25 to $0.30 back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500-pound tan steers at $2.59 a pound, a load of 550-pound tan steers at $2.47 a pound, a load of 600-pound tan steers at $2.34 a pound, a load of 650-pound tan steers at $2.26 a pound, a load of 700-pound tan steers at $2.24 a pound, and a load of 770-pound exotic steers at $2.15 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gives the cattle and the prices too.
1: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: Ham sold 6,300 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 151 to 159 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 head, selling a range of 149 to 159 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 5 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2885. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.08 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets turned lower in yesterday's trade, as packer demand and producer supply have resulted in a mixed price trend over the last week. Pork production is expected to peak over the next month, with weekly production expected to approach 550 million pounds, the largest weekly production ever experienced. Critical to the market over the next two months is the ability to clear the record production. All indications are that U.S. domestic demand remains strong, while export markets are struggling to see growth over last year. Producers looking to add price protection should view current December-February prices as good value, given the most recent rally and the expectation for record supplies over this time. Jim Smalley's Weather on
1: the source, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high today, minus 1. Cloudy tonight, 30% chance of flurries, and a low of minus 8. Tomorrow, 2 to 4 centimeters of snow. Windy's 30, gusting to 50, the high minus 3, the low minus 6. Saturday, periods of snow, the high minus 2, the low minus 8. Sunday, sunny with a high minus 7, the low minus 12. Monday, sunny, the high minus 7, the low minus 13. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 3, the low minus 9. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high near zero. Normals high is plus 3, the normal low minus 8. The sun rose at 7.51 this morning. It sets at 5.33 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at minus 2, Saskatoon, Swift Current, minus 4, Weyburn and Yorkton, both minus 3. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 5, that's 23 Fahrenheit, winds are from the northwest at 8. Humidity is 87%, the barometer rising, 102.6. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, minus 5, winds are from the north-northwest at 4. Once again, Regina, cloudy and minus 5, that's 23 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.